0: The first game of the UMass hockey season is finally here and we are here to preview it for you guys. UMass AIC from Springfield opening night. Let's go. and welcome to episode 33 of High Character. We are super pumped to start this one because it is the first game preview of the season. Opening night is Saturday uh, against AIC at Mass Mutual Center in Springfield. Um, we're super excited to get the season going, the first game that actually counts. Uh, we're going to preview it here for you for a little bit. My name is Cameron. And I am joined by my good buddy, Evan. Evan, how you feeling? You pumped, man?
1: Extremely pumped. This feels...
0: A little weird, admittedly, because this is like the first
1: time we're doing like a preview in the beginning of an actual season. Like we started the podcast last year in the middle of the season. So we actually like had stuff to work off of. And now it's like we're basically starting with a completely clean slate for the new season. So it's going to be different to try and find stuff to talk about with both teams. But I think we'll be able to work through it and make a nice entertaining episode for everybody listening.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, for, for both schools, there's been a lot of turnover. Um, a, lot of, a lot of pretty big changes in terms of their hockey program, so we're going to try our best to get you guys prepared, but um, it's probably not going to be like a normal game or series preview that we do because we normally have some, some stats to base it off of, but uh, both of these schools, at least for what we know coming in, um, both of these teams were really solid last year. Obviously, you all know about the season that UMass had. They went on to win the Hockey East Tournament. Uh, Only missed out on winning the Hockey East regular season championship by one game. Came right down to the last day of the season. And then they lost in the first round of the national tournament. AIC also won their conference. Um, They won the Atlantic Hockey Conference uh, against Air Force, I believe. And then they lost in the first round of the national tournament as well. They lost to Michigan um, in that last round. So both teams pretty solid like i said had some turnover uh in terms of head-to-head umass last year played them twice and beat them twice which was uh pretty good and then a couple years the few years before that didn't play them so that's the um the more recent history uh anything right off the jump that you're like is on your mind about this matchup
1: yeah i'm feeling good about this, this this matchup honestly i mean two teams that I've had a pretty fair amount of roster turnover like from what I can tell right now on AIC's side they're missing their top eight goal scorers from last season. Well not not goal scorers but I guess point getters but obviously yeah. goals are going to be included in that. But yeah, they are um going to be missing a lot of very important faces for their skating core and I'm pretty sure the same goes for their for their goalies. I think both of their starting goaltenders last season have now left the team either by like transferring or just moving on professionally. So they are definitely in a transition period, but I feel like that's really not that different to UMass right now. Um, We're obviously, as we all know from watching everybody or watching all of our off-season movements, we're definitely a, I wouldn't say a rebuilding team by any means, but we're definitely starting to transition to a new era of players. You know, we're kind of moving on from, I guess, basically a whole era, you know what I mean? Like, we kind of had that whole four-year stretch of a really, really solid recruiting class, and now we're kind of moving on to a new one. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how things shake out in this first game. Um, Again, just really similar teams at very similar, I guess, moments in their kind of transition, you know what I mean? Like, to, to kind of a new core of their team. So we'll see how it works.
0: Yeah, and you you mentioned the goaltending and the scoring depth. We'll touch on that specifically in a little bit. Um, we do have a little bit to go off of already for AIC. They have begun their season. They played two games in Alaska against Alaska Fairbanks, a team that's not too highly regarded on on a national scene. Uh, and the results of these games were a one to one tie and a two to one loss. So right off the jump, um, seems like the goaltending has been. Decent enough so far for AIC, haven't been able to find enough goals, Um, I did notice in those first games they were a combined 0 for 8 on the power play and 0 for 8 um, killing penalties or 8 for 8 killing penalties so um, decent defensive hockey so maybe we'll see a, a low scoring game perhaps. Yeah,
1: I mean just just going off of those numbers it seems pretty boring. You know what I mean? Like really <laughs> couldn't couldn't get anything going on the power play and they shut down everything on the penalty kill which means very low scoring and then we're moving on to just not a lot of goals scored in general, you know what I mean? Like it just seems I don't know if that will bode well for us or not because I feel like we were having some struggles in our exhibition game, you know what I mean? So I think Overall, AIC will definitely be a another solid barometer to kind of figure out like where we, at in, where we are at in our preparation going into the Denver game because I don't want to, again, like discredit our opponents, but I feel like we do kind of have to look forward in a sense to kind of the more highly touted matchups in our schedule. You know what I mean? Like uh. that doesn't mean that you want to lose sight of the games that you're currently playing, but we have to use these games as preparation for the much harder ones that are ahead. You know what I mean? So I definitely think, you know, with this team playing Alaska Fairbanks, where, as you said, aren't really a very highly regarded program in the the college hockey landscape for them to scrape by with what I think was a shootout win and a, you know, regulation loss doesn't look very good for them off the jump. And I mean, again, it, that's not to say that we looked very great in our exhibition matchup anyway, but I think we will definitely be a more hungry team trying to, as Carvel would say, raise the standard, if you will, You know, to try and just stay as prepared, stay fast, hard, and prepared as, as Carvel likes to get the boys going. So, yeah, I think this is going to be another good test to kind of just see if we've prepared well enough this week and fixed up our mistakes that were from the previous game.
0: Yeah, and it shouldn't be a, a hostile environment at all. Um, in the games that we've played here over the last few seasons, it's been uh, very sparsely uh, attended. Uh, obviously, it'll be a little bit more for a home opener, but it seems like the people in Springfield prefer to to check out a Thunderbirds game over going to see an AIC game, although they were they were 13-5-2 at home last year, which is a very good mark. Um, look, We look forward to there being more UMass fans in attendance than AIC fans and hey who knows it's it's two dollar beer night at Mass Mutual Center so maybe maybe it'll get rowdy enough from that but uh, I'm not anticipating a, a big rowdy crowd on Saturday.
1: Yeah I mean I think it should be a decent enough crowd just knowing that it's early on in the season and I think people are just gonna be ready to watch any sort of college hockey you know what I mean at that point and you know there's there's enough I guess attractions in the downtown Springfield area, like the casino, where like you know, I think me and you are probably gonna hit that up before the game. Like, there's there's stuff to do. You know what I mean? Like, you could definitely find yourself in Springfield, especially on a Saturday night. You know what I mean? Like, if you're already interested in hockey as it is, get there a little bit early. You'll find some stuff to do, enjoy some two dollar beers at the arena. You know, like there's there's gonna be there's gonna be attractions that'll draw you in. So. I definitely think it'll fill out decently enough, but I mean, that building is not really known for being a sold out, you know, venue. So I'm not expecting anything crazy, but I'm expecting a decent crowd. And like you said, definitely a friendly crowd. Um, We're definitely looking for just some nice, solid competitive hockey that doesn't have any sort of crazy stakes in the grand scheme of things. You know what I mean? It's going to be another one of those just kind of nice tune-up games where I think, Obviously, we're trying to come up with the W. It's going to be good for pairwise. Um, you know, I haven't said that term in five months at this point, you know, six months. So uh, that's gonna to have to be something I'm gonna start thinking about again, is how pairwise factors into everything. But yeah, knowing that AIC usually ends up making the tournament just because they're in a relatively weak conference comparatively and they tend to dominate their their weaker conference, it'll be it'll be good to you know get some wins. Against aIC, hopefully, to try and raise up our pairwise whenever possible.
0: Yeah, for sure. let's uh let's jump into some of the players in this matchup. Um, we'll we'll go into point scores first. you mentioned aIC having a long list of guys that have left before you get to the um, the leading remaining uh, point getter. And that leader is his name, last name's Linder. Um, he had four goals and fourteen assists last season for. 18 points and then on the UMass side of things the leading scorer last year was obviously Bobby Trevino he's gone so um the remaining leading point scorer from last season is Scott Morrow he had 33 points 13 goals 20 assists and right behind him Ryan Ufko 31 points uh that's five goals and 26 assists
1: yeah when you want to talk about there being a long list of players to get to their next highest point score um I would just like to mention just a long list of players in general their team is freaking massive like they have like 35 players on their active roster which I have no idea how that works honestly I'm not gonna act like I'm an expert in NCAA scholarships and all that fun stuff but do they have like 15 walk-ons like what is going on here I'm pretty isn't the scholarship window like 18 yeah it might be giving out like half scholarships or something Mm -hmm. I have no idea how it works out but yeah trying to read through this massive list of players which is absolutely unreal to try and manage but yeah Lewis Lindner he looks pretty solid he's an Austrian defenseman um he had eighteen points in twenty eight games last season it's pretty damn respectable in the grand scheme of things you know he was probably he probably would have been even higher up assuming he played the full season he must have got injured at some point he missed about ten games mm-hmm. but um yeah he seems really solid they have him oddly enough listed on elite prospects as a defenseman and a forward which little little awkward. I don't know if he's trying to be like Brent Burns or something like that, but Ty Farmer. Yeah, or notable two-way player, Ty Farmer. That's <laughs> a really good example. Good good catch there, Cameron. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, and then obviously, we know all about the, the boys in maroon and white. I mean, UMass, Scott Morrow is just that dude. Ufko is going to obviously be pitching in a lot from the blue line as well, so I think we'll when it comes to returning scorers, we have the edge by a country mile. Mm-hmm. So that'll, that'll obviously be in our favor and it'll be something to look forward to.
0: Yep, and still a lot of, a lot of unknowns from the newcomers to AIC and the newcomers to UMass, see how, how big of an impact they'll have on the offensive end. Um, we'll switch over to the goalies. Another big question mark for AIC. In their two games at Alaska Fairbanks, they played a different guy each night. Um, one of them was Jarrett Fisk who last season had a total of one game and didn't give up a goal. And then their other goalie they started was Alex Aslanidis, who didn't even get a game in last year. So a lot of inexperience in that crease for AIC. Um, And then for the UMass side, we've detailed the the goalie situation in the last episode, but um, still kind of unknown if it's going to be Luke Pavisic or Cole Brady. Uh, Pavisic did get in a few games for UMass last year. Um, gotten to four of them and he played pretty well. He had a 1.62 goals per game average and a 933 save percentage, which is really good. But, uh, you also have to take into, into account the competition he's have played LIU and Maine in some of those games. So, um, not really high end competition. And the other option be, could be Cole Brady transferred from Arizona state who last year got into 12 games, uh, had a 900 save percentage and a 3.89 goals per game average. Um, We also mentioned in the last episode that that was in front of a team who was very poor defensively. So you don't know how much you can throw into those stats. So overall, uh, between the two teams, four goalies who we really don't know much about going into this one.
1: Yeah, I don't even want to try and beat a dead horse here. Like, I feel like we've talked about it so much. It's been one of the big stories of the offseason who's going to stay in between the pipes for UMass. So I'm honestly just going to leave it at that. I'm very interested to see how it shakes out on Saturday.
0: Yeah, me too. And whichever goalie we get from AIC, we will we'll know that they have uh, not much experience. They carry four goalies. Could be one of the other guys, I guess, but I'd I'd have to imagine it'd be one of the guys that uh, had started in the regular season so far for them. But we'll. I guess
1: I guess we're seeing some sort of like weird baseball like hockey crossover where instead of having like only two goalies you're gonna have four and you're just gonna have like a starting rotation of like goalies that you just run through every week yeah. like it's gonna be something super weird like that. I have no idea. They might put in a closing goalie in the third period. Who knows? We'll figure it out.
0: <laughs> and yeah, UMass we have a lot of trust in coach Carvel to to make the decision on the goaltending. And for AIC they their fans they might not have many, but they have faith in their coach Eric Lang. He's he's done a great job with that program um he's we thought he'd be in the mix for a lot of the head coaching openings lately the last couple years but he's staying loyal to to AIC which you got to respect um should be interesting to see what the season has in store for him and the team because uh we think there's a lot of question marks and definitely could be somewhere else right now so interesting for him to stay this year
1: yeah that's his thing too is like we just every single team that he's ever coached has been incredibly well coached you know what I mean like he I'm pretty, yeah, because this AIC team, what was it, two or three years ago, they ended up beating St. Cloud, they knocked off the number one seed, like that yeah. was unheard of. They ended up taking Michigan last season, it was five to three, like they were pretty darn close. Like, it's close for most of the game. We always talk about like how they play in a weaker conference comparatively, and like they just kind of roll, they just steamroll everybody in their conference, but like realistically, they're a very solid team, like, yeah. just because they're not really playing against much major sort of competition they beat them all handily and then when it comes to the big stage against other high-ranking programs they hold their own pretty damn well and in some cases they do end up overtaking the team that they play against so you really can never count out AIC even though historically we have played against them quite well especially in their own building Mm -hmm. so we'll we'll definitely we, we history is on our side but you can never really count out AIC because they're always dangerous
0: yeah absolutely and one thing we love is the the regional rivalry. This is the the closest team in proximity to UMass, which is really cool. Um, it's kind of been panning out that way that we play them at least once a season, which I love. We should definitely keep that going, playing AIC once a year, and yeah, should be should be a fun one. Hopefully, a lot of UMass fans down there. You got anything else you want to you want to add about this game?
1: Um, no. I mean, if anything, it would just have to be hammering away the idea that you got to start the season off strong. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think we had the strongest showing, again, from what I heard, you know, about the game against Sacred Hearts. So if we can put all that behind us and just focus on this game, really dominate and fix up those mistakes, I think we'll be rolling into that Denver game with a lot of momentum and a lot of confidence. And that's really what we're going to need against what will most likely end up being the number one ranked team in the nation by the time we play them next week.
0: Yeah, like you made a good point. Experience is key, and this is a good opportunity for a second – Freshen up, tune up before the big the big ones coming up next weekend in Mullen Center against Denver. All right, so this is our our last episode before the season officially starts. We're super pumped to get going. Um, we will be in attendance at Mass Mutual Center for this one. Uh, Evans has plans to fully take advantage of that two dollar beer night. Yes, sir. Um, we the the both of us have a couple new umass jerseys coming in for this season not sure if they'll if they'll be in before this game but if they are we'll be rocking some new jerseys um, definitely look out for us at the game we'd love to talk and say hi it's been a while since we got to um talk and interact with umass hockey fans so uh super excited for it but yeah we'll can't wait for saturday night and we'll see you then go umass here's to a um another amazing hockey season for the boys
1: Go UMass, take care everybody, and let's get those points.